Welcome to the Think Inspired Podcast. If you're looking to make your dreams a reality, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get out of that lockdown rut, then this podcast is for you. If you're looking to get more energy from feeling lazy all the time, then this podcast is for you. If you just simply want to level up in your life, then this is for you. My name is Patrick Hong, and I'm the host of Think Inspire, a podcast that helps people who want to create momentum in their fitness journey and keep the body of their dreams. Welcome to Think Inspire. Uno, dos, tres. We are live. Okay, welcome to the Think Inspired podcast um, with my boy, Jackson. What's going on, Jackson? Hey, brother. Um, appreciate you having me on. How are you? I'm freaking awesome, man. So Jackson Tippett, I've been following for a good month now and I've been watch- listening to a lot of his podcasts. It's called the I Am Podcast, right? I, I Am Me, brother. I Am Me, yeah. And yeah. when I was listening to it, I'm like, man, this guy, like, you've got a pretty interesting story. Um, like, you came from, like, model. you did a lot of fitness modeling, right? Yeah, man. So basically a bit of modeling, a bit of coaching, and then obviously my my own podcast. So a few different avenues like yourself. Yeah, and I love, like, the biggest thing I've, I've gotten from it, you, you're coming from, like, like you mentioned mental health in a lot of your podcasts and you talk about, like, spreading awareness. And I, I fucking love that. So I'm like, dude, I, I got to reach out to Jackson and get him on mine because, like, the Think Inspired podcast is about telling stories. And, you know, we both have a very passionate um uh, thing in common, which is what we call fitness. And like that brings so many great things um, together. So thank you for joining on, man. No, uh, thank you for having me on, man. Like I, when someone reaches out and wants me on their podcast, I think it's a bit of an honor. And yeah, I can't wait to just connect more, man, and actually meet you. And this is what mm. I love so much about podcasts is I actually well, my own podcast, uh, every guest I've had on, I'm, you know, very good friends with now and you build such a good connection. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, man, for sure, this guy, um, we would chop it up. We were actually talking before we went live about, you know, possibly kind of fucking, like I've already booked my flights. I'm going to like Bangkok and uh, you, you've been a few times, right? You've been to Thailand. Yeah, man, I've been six times and um, my longest stay was eight months. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Like you need a visa, you need a visa, right, for eight months? Uh, yeah, no. So what you can do is you can just fly into uh, a quick flight to Cam. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Cambodia, I think. Oh, and then okay. You yeah. Go straight back to Patong. So you just do like an hour and a half flight, do it all, nice. and then go back in. Oh, that makes so much. So you just yeah. fly out. Like, see, you know when you you know you've you're a seasoned traveler when you know the little little ninja tricks. <laughs> yeah, man. So that's what everyone was doing. Rather than going back to Australia, they would just mm. go to uh, Cambodia for a night, do like the the visa stuff, and then they just fly straight back in, and you get another three months. So you do that two or three times. Oh, that makes so much sense, man. Okay, so you've yeah. been six times, right? Yeah, man, I, I I'd live there. I'd happily live there. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been I've been a few times too. It's just like when I was younger, I'm like 30 now, but when I was like 20, 21, back in the day, you'd go there for just partying. Like I would just party with the boys, and like I'm a little bit more well, a little bit. I've grown up now, and like I can't live that lifestyle anymore. So going there now, I'm like I could probably do what I do on the Gold Coast, and like probably do it in in the Phuket. Bro, absolutely. Like, I think it's the same here, just cheaper. And probably the biggest plus to it is everyone is just so friendly in my eyes. 
Mm. You, are you from Melbourne? Where are you originally from, Jackson? Yeah, yeah, Melbourne, country Victoria. Mm. Okay, okay. So one of, I don't know if it's yours, but one of my biggest values is freedom. So the reason why I escaped, I use the word escape Melbourne because like I, I left during like when the lockdown was really harsh and then I went to the Gold Coast and now everything's open, everything's free. And I just thought like, this is my values. And I, I thrive in like certain scenarios where I just feel completely free. What, what made you leave um, Melbourne and get to uh, the, sun, the Sunshine Coast? I think the exact same, bro. Um, <laughs> just better opportunities, but mainly to be honest, the weather. <laughs> um, yeah. the beach <laughs> and I just think the lifestyle up here is just so superior than for me it's just I'm more of that beach sun guy um, mm. health um, gym all that and I just think you know the Sunshine Coast and Gold Coast fits out so much more than Melbourne I know and you know like I don't know if it was like five or ten years ago we were, Melbourne was announced like one of the most livable cities in the world but then you take away like the freedom of like understanding food culture, meeting new people, living that nightlife in the city. I mean, the reason why people stay in Melbourne is because of the food culture and the um, diversity of like different races and different people. And as soon as that's gone, like Melbourne's like a shadow of itself, right? I'm not here to shit on Melbourne a lot. Like that's that's my home. But like yeah. it's just not the same in the last two years. And that's why like Jackson, like, there is so many Melburnians and Sydney people like coming up and down surfers right now. Like there's so many of them. Oh man. Like I, yeah. The amount of people that I've heard that is, that have moved from Melbourne to Queensland in the last six months is just, it's actually crazy. I know, <laughs> but I don't, I don't really blame them, man. Like it was like, when did you leave? When did you? Oh no, nah, man. I've been, yeah. Eight, eight, nine years. So, oh wow. Okay, cool. So you you escaped um, a lot earlier than I did. Okay, yeah. so you so you were in the countryside of Melbourne. Yeah. Do you actually know where, where Horsham? Is? Horsham. Yeah. That's um. <laughs> is that past the east side? Yeah, I'm literally from Horsham. That's where I was born. Oh wow! Fuck, that's yeah. a big move. Big yeah. Move. So it's full. It is full like country scene. It's the full opposite what I've moved. Wow. Okay. What was that like? Because like you probably have lots of friends and family there. I, I know like when I moved to the Gold Coast, it was hard for me to adjust to like a new city and like meeting new people. I didn't really know anyone here. I, I got family in Brisbane, but not in the in the Gold Coast. What was the adjustment like? To be honest, man, like I'm a big believer in like, you know, a risk taker kind of thing and just um, kind of go with the flow because I believe, you know, if you take a risk, it's going to work out for the better. Um, mm. Just like we we're talking about with Thailand. So I just, you know, obviously I did leave friends and family, but, you know, you automatically make them up here and if not, maybe better ones. So you can't really dwell over it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And you live a very entrepreneurial lifestyle and like coming from the countryside, like how did you start getting into that? That like it's a literally a different way of thinking. Yeah, man. It's just, um, I don't know. I just adjusted to it, I suppose. Um, yeah, I, I, I suppose I've always kind of, wanted to do what I'm doing and I just that's kind of the reason I made the move and I just put it all in the plan and I don't know wow. things have worked out like was there a level of fear like I know like like we're taking risks you have to step outside the comfort zone and like you're, ba you're basically going into a, like an unknown territory um 100 man but I say this on a lot of podcasts you know you can't fear failure because once you fear mm. failure you um you know you'll never be successful so I actually embrace failure and you know, I, I, I look forward to actually failing in life because I know 
I'm going to attack it again and I'm going to come back better. And that's how you actually evolve and level up as a person. I was telling this to my little brother because he's down from Melbourne. Um, He's up from Melbourne. And um, the funny thing that you mentioned here, like if you don't fail and if you don't hit rock bottom, you don't have that fucking grit, that rocky type of in the corner and like, everything is against you. You, you there's only sink or swim like you and you have to get to that really dark place of like fuck like i don't know if you've ever lost like you felt like you lost everything i know when covid hit me and i had to shut down my two gyms i had to leave a lot of like old friendships behind like that was like rock bottom for me like did you ever go through anything like with your career or even like friends or like relationships where it's like whoa like i'm, I'm i need to make a fucking change <laughs> Basically, oh, like I think you know about you know my past with steroids. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of went down that dark road and got addicted to that, and just got involved in the wrong scene, and was just all I cared about was my image, etc. Didn't really care about my friends, my family, my relationship. And yeah, it's not until that kind of hit rock bottom that I uh, like kind of turned out of that, and then ever since that, I've kind of never looked back, and my life's you know, evolved and I'm all about helping people and talking about mental health and mindset because I went through a lot of that uh, during those stages. Yeah, like, and that, since I moved to the Gold Coast, it is it is a lot of that. Like, and that's why I wasn't used to because, like, just especially living on Cavill Avenue, like, it's everywhere, you know. So, do you live on Cavill? Yeah. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, when I moved here, I just thought like anywhere is good. And now since I've moved here, all the locals are like, what are you, li- why are you here? I have a three month lease. So when I do come back from Thailand, I'm probably going to go down to Burley Heads where it's a little bit more safe, like not safe, but like a little less party scene. Cause it's loud. It's loud here. And like living here is one thing. Holidaying here is another. Yeah. It's, um, it's pretty crazy there, but, um, it is good. It just depends. It, it, I say this to everyone, man, it's who you hang around with. It doesn't matter where you are in the world. It's who you associate mm. with. Mm. Were you from the Gold Coast and then you moved to uh, Sunshine? Yeah, so yeah, I've gone back. And the reason I come to Sunny Coast is just my parents are here. So I just come back for a bit, but I'll definitely go back to the Gold Coast. Um, It's a different vibe, man, because I've been to the Sunshine Coast. It's very relaxing. It's very like retiree type of like kickback type of culture and like, but it's really healthy as well. Like you, you wake up in the morning, people going for runs. It's yeah. That's probably what I remember yeah. when I was there. Yeah. So yeah, the difference is they're virtually the same like place, like, you yeah. know, looks and everything, but it's just like, this is where you'd retire. That's where you'd really, you know, have fun. So it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you touched on a few things. Like you mentioned, like you were like, going in, in the wrong crowds, steroid use. Like, talk, if you talk to me about mental health and why you're such a big advocate of it, is it because you went through like some like dark times with your own mental health? I know for me, like, like as soon as you start, like for me, I used to smoke a lot of weed getting through COVID because like the friends or, friends around me were smoking so much. And I'm like, maybe it's a normal thing. Maybe we just got to pass by time, but it's just smoking all the fucking time. And that, that made me go into the other side. I'm like, fuck, I really want to help people right now because people like are abusing substances just the past time. Yeah, man, that's, um, I, that is what drugs are. Drugs are taken to escape reality in my, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, I, I don't know. Mental health kind of, it didn't just really come on like one day, like, Oh, now I'm a mental health advocate kind of thing. It yeah. just grew from, I think, I, yeah, I suffered a lot of depression. And, man, I was I was not happy with my life, you know, about three years ago. Um, 
I, I lost my license. Um, I got done with steroids. I, you know, was hanging around the wrong crowd. I lost my relationship. Um, I was looking at going to jail. Like I was just a piece of shit, to be honest. And I, yeah, I just, it's not until you really realize how important your mental health is and when you actually surround yourself with the right people and reach out that it can make or break how you feel. And the reason I try to talk about mental health so much is because most suicides and depression are there because those people feel like they don't have anyone to lean on. Oh, bro, say that one more time. Say that again. That's (laughs) fucking fire. It's true, but man, so most people that, you know, would look at, you know, committing suicide or they have depression or whatever it is, it's because they feel like they don't have anyone to lean on. So they bottle their thoughts up and that's when like something like suicide comes along because they just feel like, why am I even on this earth? Do you know what I mean? Bro, that's so powerful. They feel so alone. They feel like they're not connected. Like we're all connected in some sort of way. We, we're all like little fucking atoms, bro. Like little 1% atoms and we're all connected in one one strange way, right? Whether whether you're religious or not, we are all connected. And as soon as you take yourself out of that humanity of like, oh, I'm just the only person that has negative thoughts, you put yourself yeah. in this fucking dangerous spiral of like, is it worth living? Yeah, and the fact is that people need to realize that are listening to this right now is we all have those thoughts. Me, myself right now, man, I think yesterday I went, I had a hard day and, you know, I didn't feel that good. It's completely normal. But what we need to do is open up and know Mm. that it's normal and know that we can reach out and talk about it. 100%. Like, I I think the other day I was really fucking pissed off, Jackson. Something happened and I'm like, I'm so fucking angry. I need to call someone. Like, I called my best friend and we spoke for a good two hours. And afterwards, I was laughing so hard. (laughs) I was laughing. Do you know how healthy that is to just like chop it up with a friend and then eventually go through all this bullshit and then just laugh about it at the end? I mean, like chicks, right? Like like girls, what I realize about women, they will will vent. They will vent so much faster and so much easier than guys because like we hold – like guys, we want to fucking pretend like we have this armor – on 24 seven and we do nothing wrong and we're fucking perfect. (laughs) It's just bullshit. Yeah, man. It's, and that's, that's the complete opposite. We, you know, we aren't perfect. And um, also a massive thing that I talk about um, on my podcast and I just want people to know that's okay is it's, it really is okay for men to cry. Um, Mm. And that's something that a lot of people, you know, us perceived as men growing up in this um, generation, it's kind of deemed weak if you cry or something. And I think it's the complete opposite. There's nothing wrong with crying. Bro, I hear you. I actually, uh, about six weeks ago, I uh, spoke to a therapist who was like a vulnerable, a vulnerability coach, right? And she was telling me about like, it's like when you're crying, what it does, what it shows is courage. Yeah. It shows courage and courage is fucking hard, my man. Like courage is like, okay, this is me like to the T. This is my, this is my story. This is exactly who I am. Take me for who I am. Yeah. I, yeah. I love that, man. Like, I I don't know. I cry, you know, I cry often and there's nothing wrong with it. You can't really hold it back if your, your emotions need it, you know, to let it out. Yeah. Like, have you ever, like we all have, 
I feel like when we suppress emotions, it comes out, comes out somewhere else. Like it'll come out on a Friday night drinking with the boys and then like maybe go to a club, maybe doing cocaine, waking up in the morning, feeling like absolute fucking rubbish because all the fucking stupid shit you put in your body. And now all your hormonal receptors are out of whack. And then you need that another hit to feel good again. That's what most people go through. Like that's what I found out on the Gold Coast for sure. Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It really is. I don't know. That's why I steer so so far away from drugs now, to be honest. Like, you know, got nothing against them. You know, people can do what they want with their life, but they're just not really meant for me. So mm. when you love your life and your reality is so much better, why would you want to numb it? Yeah, it's so true, man. But <laughs> you don't really know that until you live a better life, if that makes sense. Oh, man. And a better life. Some people like, I think we live in a world, Jackson, where we like to sensationalize all these fucking crazy things. We live in this like five second TikTok world where it's like, if it's not crazy or super amazing, like then it's not good enough. Like that's not a, that's not reality. Right, it's the complete opposite. <laughs> it's, uh, even even people look at my life, man, they're like, you live the dream, like, you know, fucking, you know, you don't, like, just all of that type of stuff. And it's like, no, nah, it's not actually like that. Like, you don't see all the behind-the-scenes work I do. You don't see that I suffer stuff myself, um, you know, all the stress that I'm going through. And they just think it's like a, a cruisy, you know, nothing nothing has to be done kind of life. Yeah, because they don't know what hard work is. I'm sure you've fucking busted your balls to get to where you are. You've right. trials and tribulations. <laughs> I've worked so hard, man. I'm not even kidding. And people just, they look at the end result and they're like, they just, they don't see all the behind the scenes stuff. You know what I mean? I reckon like your followers, maybe like even some of mine, like anyone from like, I would say 18 to like 23, like they're in that like party phase of their life where it's just finding out who they are. They don't know what they want. They don't really have a purpose. And I'm just thinking, right? If I. Hey guys, just a reminder that we offer coaching services. We help 20 to 30 year olds get the body of their dreams without consuming so much of their time. If you want to see more, check out some of our results on Instagram, thedreamteam.fitness. Like, I want to ask you, what would you tell your 21-year-old self? I think just to enjoy the now. Like, don't mm. don't stress too far ahead of life. Don't stress, you know, like about don't dwell on the past. Just mm. kind of enjoy the now because you only have that now once. And, like, I wish if I could go back in time to, um, you know, say, like, when I was 20, I would change mm. a lot of things because I – you only have that moment for just such a short time. Mm, yeah. That's powerful, man. And like, I, I think for me, like, man, if I had the like 10% of the work ethic or discipline that I have now, fuck, man, would I be so much more ahead? Yeah. <laughs> like um, I wasted a lot of fucking time back then. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just think, you know, but all you can do is you can't, you know, we can't even dwell on the past now that we're mm. talking about this. But what we can do is we can change it from right now and the future mm -hmm. exactly and one thing I, I really admire about you is like everything that you've been through you're using right now is fuel like that i'm pretty sure that comes into your work i'm pretty sure that comes into your work ethic it's like fuck like i remember who i used to be yeah i don't know man it's crazy when you actually look at life and it, it is a crazy world <laughs> yeah cool bro so i wanted to ask you like um, cause you're, so, you're so big on social media. Uh, what, who are your role models coming up into the online social media space? Did you have like a replica of like, this is someone that like is using their account to influence. And I, I want to like replicate something like this. 
Do you, so like, did I look up to someone and that's why I did what I did? Yeah, it's like Kobe looked up to Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan probably looked up to Magic Johnson. Like we all have like that role model to like show us the pave the way of like what's possible. Um, yes and no. Like, um, yeah, I've looked up to many people, man. Um, to be honest, like a very big person I actually look up to, whether, you know, this is right or wrong. There's no real right or wrong, but... I actually look up to Mike Tyson. Yeah. He's, he's one of my idols. And, yeah, he might not be a good idol in your eyes or someone else's eyes, but I don't know, man. He just he motivates me and just to see what he went through. And if you actually look at his back-end story, I don't know, man. I just find him super inspiring. And, yeah, sometimes weird things can inspire you, but just watch Bro, him. he has a huge fucking heart. You guys have a he heart does, of gold. Man. Uh, you can feel it like right now when he does his podcast, like when he's not super high and you can he- actually hear him speak. But like on some of his podcasts, when he's talking about um, how he he goes in two minds, it's actually really fucking scary, right? So he has his ego type side of him where he's a killer. Like he, when he starts talking about emperors and how he's like, like this guy, he's probably not from our time. He's probably like meant to be born in the gladiator time of like, okay, put me in this fucking uh, Coliseum and I will fight to death. Like that, that was his one mindset. And the other mindset's like, I'm super humble now. I'm not that guy. <laughs> like you can see him talking like two different like characters. Yeah, he's an incredible human, man. When I don't know if you've watched some of his YouTubes where he does like his entrance mm. back in the day. Oh, um, fuck, man. They, they literally give me goosebumps. <laughs> like no joke. Back in the 80s, he's got the short, the black shorts on. He's got this black. Yeah. Slide. Yeah. And he's like, you know, he's like, as soon as my opponent takes their eyes off me for one second, you know, like got one him. second, I already know they're gone. And he's just, he knows he's the best. He's just, he literally is the best. Yeah, man. That, that level of like, yeah, man, he's so celebrated as well. And, you know, when you hear about all the wrong things he's done, like the problem is like, he never really had a fucking childhood. Like the way he grew up, grew up on the streets and he saw people getting shot like at eight. He saw his mom and dad like getting beaten up in the house like at like fucking five, you know what I mean? He's always been around violence. So like, can you really blame the guy for doing all the things that he's done? 100%. And that that brings up a great topic is you can't, um, like you can't, I don't know the word, like, so you can't really judge someone based mm. on who they are because you don't know what they're going through or their past. So, like an example with Mike Tyson is you could say, oh, why the fuck does he have a tattoo on his face and why does he do this and that? You don't know his past, man. Like he's lived a very rough past and their yeah. reason why he could have done that. Oh, yeah, man. And I think like he's so in- – like you're right. He's so inspiring because even with that past, he became the fucking baddest man on the fucking planet. <laughs> He is the baddest man on the planet. <laughs> and he came back a year ago to fucking fight at like 60 years old and did pretty fucking well, man. Yeah, man. Like, did you see him sparring like just before that fight not long ago? He looked like a fucking I was machine. Like, I was literally like, like, honest to God, man, like literally looked like he was 1920. Like he speed was absolutely crazy. Bro, he has these like fast twitch muscle fibers that he developed when he was eight. And because he's moved in that pattern for such a long time, I guarantee he can get off the couch and start moving like that. Like right now, no warm up because he's done it so long, like drills after drills after drills. Crazy man. But um, 
yeah, that's that's definitely one person I look up to. Um, he definitely motivates me. And, and motivation- he's doing podcasts, bro. He's doing podcasts right now. Like he's got, he's got a podcast. He's got like this ranch that he's that he's like he's in the marijuana business. Like the guy's like, yeah, moved on. You know, he's moved on and has done a lot of entrepreneurial like activities. Yeah, man, he's um he's doing big things to be honest. Big things and like it just goes to show like there's it, we're limitless like we are fucking limitless. I, I just thought like bro, like I'm a kid from like Altona, like the western suburbs of Melbourne. Like just the this guy that went I went to like a school predominantly um it's kind of a racist school man. There was a lot of different races and everyone just picked on each other, but it developed a lot of like tough tough skin. Like no no words can hurt me right. So in that environment, it was really hard to succeed. And then I found like fitness and I found like fuck, you can really help people. You touch yeah. one life, you touch two, you touch three. And the thing about like helping people to a point where it's like, hey, Jackson, hey, Pat, you're like, you've really changed my fucking life. Like, thank you so fucking much. Like I got a message one of my clients this morning saying, this is the first time in my fucking life where I'm in the bathroom naked and I can see my feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like it's, it's fucking little things like that. I'm like... I can see how that is a fucking big thing. Like that's a big thing to someone, right? And it's just really cool to help people like just get through their own demons. Yeah, 100%, man. I totally agree. It's the best mm-hmm. feeling when you you help someone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cool. So what's the plans for 2022, man? We're moving into a fucking big year. I'm sure you had a massive 2021. Um, what, what, what's the plans for you this year, my man? Oh, just keep excelling, man, with my business. Yeah, I don't know. Just just be happy. Um, I want to buy a house, um, which is a massive goal. Um, yeah, man, I, I think just keep excelling with the podcast, keep excelling with the modeling, keep excelling with the online coaching. Like I think you can really just – sky's the limit. Like there's no real <laughs> end – you know what I mean? Like there's no real end limit. Like you can always be a better version of yourself, help more people, um, you know what I mean? Whatever that, whatever it is you want to do, you can always do better. No matter what, no matter when you you think you're at the the top, you can go you can go further. Mm. And you, we just spoke a little bit before, like you called me and uh, we we're both doing some cardio. Like you're you're into running now, right? Like that's coming away from like a lot of the bodybuilding stuff that you used to do. Yeah, man, and that's like the shift I'm making is like I would have never run in the past, never. Like oh, it's something I'm still sucks, scared man. of. <laughs> yeah. um, because I would have been like, oh, I'm losing muscle or, you know what I mean? Um, and it's just, yeah, it's just such a different goal, man. And obviously it's health related and it, the endorphins that come out of it are amazing. And the, uh, runner, the, runner, the runner's high is a real thing, huh? Bro, I swear to God, that's, that's the main reason I'm doing it right now. Um, out of everything, the endorphins and how I feel after is 100% why I'm doing it. And it's, I don't know, it's actually indescribable. It feels like you're on drugs when you finish. Yeah, it's this natural high that like it's not even dangerous if you do more. Like, you know, you get that high off lifting weights. Mm. Um, it's it's that, but I'm not even kidding, times 10. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, that's sick. I love it. I don't know if I ever get into running like that thing's fucking hard, man. I think when you it's first start- hard, but- I, I was the same, man. Like, I never used to think I could do it, but I don't know. It's like anything. Once you do something, it's it's really easy to... Yeah, you're just getting that first fucking week done. That first week and the second week, you build momentum. Like, oh, fuck, I'm a runner now. I remember in COVID when we got shut down, bro, I used to, like, download the Nike app. I don't know if you've heard of the Nike app. And you just, yeah. like, you click on, like, a tutorial and there was, like, hey, do your fire leg sprints. And I used to do that because everything was shut down. So I would just run with my dog and just fucking go. And um, that was cool. 
but then you stop and like with anything you stop it's hard to get back into it yeah 100 man um you know yeah it's it's like anything if you're consistent with something man i guarantee you eventually you'll be good at it mm, sweet man um cool so what's um any any big projects coming up for you this year apart from like you know obviously you have a kick-ass podcast um, any side projects that you're working on right now? I'd love to bring out my own clothing line. Um, that's something I really want to do. It's a bit of a, you know, it's definitely not something you just do in a day. And I'm, I don't want to be that type of person that, as you know, there's so many brands coming out now, like literally like there's a new clothing brand every day. And half of them, I'm going to be honest, half of them are just shit. They're just the same thing. I just don't want it to be like that. Like if I bring out a clothing brand, I want it to be unique. I want it to be really clean, nice, detailed, good fabrics, something that people are actually going to buy, you know what I mean? Mm, that's freaking awesome, man. I love that. And like you've been in like um, – how long have you been modeling for? Um, I'd say three years, yeah. Yeah, you probably see like the ins and outs of like – because obviously people send you apparel to put up and like promote. Now like you've seen the – like you went through it, you could probably do this, man, and get pretty successful like everything else you've done. Yeah, 100%, man. I feel like because – no joke, like the amount of clothes I've worn over the past three years, like <laughs> I get sent, I'm really like you become real picky with like people think a shirt's a shirt. To me, a shirt is not a shirt. Like there's so many different ways a shirt can sit on you, fit, mm. look. And that's what I've really found out is like I actually enjoy the fashion side of it. Oh, man. So, and like who doesn't like to wear good fashion and walk out and feel way more confident? 100%, man. Like when you actually put on good clothes, it's, um, I don't know, it's it's literally a game changer. It's a cape. Like we're Batman. We're just putting yeah. a cape on. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's definitely a goal of mine. What, what's your main goal for the year? Bro, like right now, I, I want to grow my following. Like I'm so happy with my business right now. So like – I have about 80 students in my academy. So I do online fitness coaching and predominantly we work on people's dream bodies. So I work with 20 to 30 year old everyday Australians that they just, they not just want to get the body they want. Like I don't do the typical online coaching, pay me $5 and I'll give you like a plan. I don't speak to you every day, any day. Like I don't speak to you. Like our product is not fucking cheap. Like we're pretty fucking expensive. We're a high end brand and we get like, we customize their macros. We give them a training program. But not only that, bro, like we have a community. So with our community in our Facebook group, like everyone interacts with each other. Like like this morning, we have like, we're doing like stepuary. So as many steps as you can in the month of January. And on the 29th of January, we're going to do a step challenge for Beyond Blue. And every 10,000 steps that you do, you're, you're donating $10 to charity. Like last year, we did this same challenge and someone got up to 70,000 steps in one day. We're going to try to break it and hit 100,000 because there's fucking power in numbers, my man. And like you can do things on your own and like be like, oh, I'm the fucking man or I'm the girl. I can do this. But when you can fucking inspire a community to do shit, you can get some fucking things done, man. So like I I just feel like um, I'm so grateful to be able to like, you know, serve at a high level and be able to inspire people to think, bigger like the biggest the first podcast that i made was called think bigger like the the podcast is called think inspire but my first episode was called think bigger because most people think very small and when you think small you get small results when you think to the fucking moon you might land on the stars (laughs) you know what i mean 
Absolutely love it. So you've had, uh, this is your second podcast. Um, so I've got about 112 episodes, man. So I've done about 100. I've done an episode a day, five, like not weekends. I do an episode a day every morning at like 7 a.m. And like, that's just for my community. Like they can hear me talk and like talk about fitness, talk about nutrition, talk about health, talk about business, talk about life, talk about freedom, talk about inspiring stories of all the clients I've helped. And like, that's just me. One, it gives me my morning routine. Two, it's like my own radio show. Um, But as I go forward now, I'm like trying to like build my following. So I look at someone like you, I'm like, well, my reach isn't that big right now. And I want to grow my reach. So this year is all about like expanding my network. Yeah, right. But most of those episodes are just you talking. They're not guests. I have maybe twenty percent of my episodes are guests. All right. Yes. Yeah, mostly my mostly my clients. It'd be like, oh, Taryn loses twenty four kilograms in five months and kept it off while not cutting out carbs. You know, things like that. So I'll, I'll interview a lot of my students while not cutting out carbs. I love that. <laughs> yeah, man. Because most people that cut. They cut carbs and like anyone can lose weight cutting carbs, my man, but everyone can put weight on just as fast. Yeah, it's um, that's one of the biggest misconceptions right now in the fitness industry, I reckon, is carbs. Oh, man, like you need it, bro. Like good, good luck doing cardio and weight training every fucking day without carbohydrates and pretending like you're on keto when on the weekend you're drinking and like apparently they're empty calories. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with fats, but it's like, Carbs are our main energy source, whether you like, whether you want to believe it or not. Mm. Um, so why not? Like you don't have to overload on them, but there's nothing wrong with having a little bit each day. Yeah, exactly. All right, this I know you got another interview coming up, man. So I don't want to take up too much of your time. But where can people find you, Jackson? Like, where? What's your social media handles? Yeah, no, I appreciate it, bro. Um, I am Jackson Tippett, all one word, and everything is on my page. So everything's in my bio on my website. Um, it's basically the best way to contact me. Yeah, if you want to DM me, I'll definitely get back to everyone, one hundred percent. And yeah, even if you want to reach out and you you know, you're going through anything mental health wise or uh, whatever it may be. I'm always happy to have a chat. Like I honestly mean it always happy. I fucking love it, man. I fucking appreciate you. Thank you so much for joining. Maybe we can uh, chop it up in uh, good old Thailand. (laughs) Bro, you you never know. The universe aligns in weird ways and we'll probably be there to get doing a podcast. (laughs) Oh, that will be sick. on like on the beach or something. (laughs) No, I appreciate you having me on, man. Keep, just keep pushing out the content. Um, Thanks, man. I guarantee you it'll it'll keep growing. There's no reason it won't. Thank you, my man. Yeah. Much love, bro. Busy people, listen up. This is the number one podcast for getting momentum in your fitness journey and keeping the body of your dreams. If you're getting value from this podcast and you want to learn how to create the health and physique of your dreams so you can feel confident in your everyday life, what I want you to do is go to my Instagram, Patrick Hong Fit, and DM me with the words energy. Our mission is to make busy people get the body of their dreams without spending countless hours in the gym or the kitchen. We want to give you the tools and strategies that some of our best clients are using in 2021. So go to my Instagram at Patrick Hong Fit and DM me the word energy.